Hey, listeners, make sure you check out the review, Tulsa's newest drag bar and gay club. They're located at 8th and Sheridan. Super fun. They have gospel brunch every Sunday, drag shows on the weekends, an open talent night on Thursdays where you can sing, dance, burlesque. Just don't take your all your clothes off. And uh, DJs on the weekends as well. Make sure you check out their Facebook and you can find them at ReviewTulsa.com. Digital intercourse. Shit, this is like a magic goddamn <laughs> wizard pill. Yeah. That's my pappy clap. Come on. We're going to use a condom. Yeah. Digital intercourse. A nun comes in and slaps the shit out of you. Yeah. I had far less penis than I had when I went in. <laughs> Digital intercourse. Does she show a titty afterwards? Come on. Pop all chlamydia sitting on the rocking chair. <laughs> Digital intercourse. The world is an ending and women have vaginas. <laughs> but it was the day that I learned girls don't pee out of their butt. Well, hey gang, welcome to another episode of Digital Intercourse. My name is Tom King. I'm here with the very seductive... Lauren Turner. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> you literally, no one else says that. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the thought. Yeah. Thank you. you. You've got a girlfriend. There's one other person that... One person. seduced. You've got seduction upon. I guess. Upon. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then again, your long distance relationships. You have to, You get to have like a, a cat relationship. Like, I love you, but not every day. Like, that's... <laughs> I do. It sucks. <laughs> You're, it's not are, fun. Yeah, you a dog person, cat person overall. I mean, I say I, that with two dogs sitting in the yeah. room. So I guess. Y'all heard them click clacking around every yeah. episode. Yeah, I'm a dog person. I'm allergic to cats. Uh, I would love to have a cat. Uh, my eyes swell shut. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so you got friends. You got a girlfriend, but you've got other friends. Yeah, a few. What What friendship have you had that has evolved the most over the duration of that friendship? Mm-hmm. Um. So I grew up in. <laughs> youth group and so <laughs> I have all these friends that we met there but then I grew up and um, now they're all like raging liberals and we I like the first time I smoked weed was with them and the first time I got drunk like I just got into trouble with them so we went from being like church friends to just heathens in the eyes of our upbringing in the eyes of an angry god <laughs> yeah <laughs> Turns out he's not that angry. He's getting stoned with you. If God is everywhere, he's in the circle when you pass to the left. He is. I think he's down. He made it, so. Yeah. That McClitoris, he can't be that bad. <laughs> I recently heard that when someone uh, was talking. Oh, it's in the in the book. Uh, Ethical, Ethical Slut. Yes, that there was one of the authors of when I was... Exploring my own body, I found my clitoris and realized that God loved me. (laughs) I hear that. Uh, Well, I have a friendship that has evolved quite a bit. Yeah? Uh, We used to just be friends, and she was the friend that most annoyed my girlfriend at the time because it was obvious to everyone I had a crush on her, and now she just is my girlfriend, Brittany Ann Daniels. Hi! (laughs) I feel like um, Tom talks about you so much. In all of your adventures, that you are a little infamous around here. Yeah, <laughs> our, our listeners are familiar and hopefully curious about you. Yeah, I've, I've been nervous about this one, but here I am. We're we're, we're doing it. Fuck <laughs> it, we'll do it live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can 
edit, girl. We yeah. can edit. Live, okay. live and pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> pre-recorded live from the Digital Intercore Studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the question on everyone's mind is, what's it like to be Tom's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. Tell us what the bad um, To sum it up in three words, it would probably be Fishnets and Alabama. <laughs> That's Fishnets Roll Tide. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pictures I've ever seen on social media. Isn't there a picture of you watching an Alabama game in your Fishnets? Mm-hmm. It's it's a New Orleans Saints game, okay. but Mark Ingram, who played at Alabama, it was on the screen. It was going to make a connection to Alabama. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's that's how I spend my Sundays, especially in October. That's when I used to do, rock, or the burlesque group in college still does. Uh, their Rocky Horror Shadowcast in October. That's their Halloween celebration. So fishnets is like that's that's football and fishnet season for me the month of October. <laughs> Halloween, my favorite holiday. All right, Brittany. So a lot of our listeners don't know you. Let's do the common introduction. Where are you from? Where'd you go to church? I'm from right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I grew up Catholic. I went to good old Saint Benedict. I went to two Saint Bees. I went to Saint Benedict and I went to Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard. <laughs> they have to know. <laughs> I didn't know that was a real saint. I thought it was just the dog. Just a dog. Yeah. Oh. What did Saint Bernard do? Why is, why is Bernard a saint? I don't know. They, they had five o'clock mass. I like to sleep in on Sundays. So we went there instead of Saint wow. Benedict. Sorry. <laughs> the only thing saint, I know about it. Saint Bernard, the saint of <laughs> sleeping in on Sunday. Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. When I was growing up, my mom would always be like, you know why Catholics go to church on Saturdays? Because they like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mom, leave them alone. So do you. <laughs> uh, so what, so your early days of sexual awakening, uh, like your, your teenage years, what, did, were you, what, did you uh, save yourself for marriage type of Oh, yeah. You, you were. Oh, yes. I remember. Did you have a purity ring? Hmm? Did you have the ring, like the purity ring kind of situation? No. Okay, neither. No, uh, thank God, because that, that would have been, that's creepy. Yeah. That's the creepiest thing ever. Um, but no, I did get a kind of a maybe promise ring at one point. Oh. Uh, this was my first boyfriend, and he, we were in senior year of high school, and um, he was my first everything. But, um... So that did not... No, it did not last long. <laughs> no, the, the waiting did not last. But early on, I remember we were laying on the couch together. Um, and he asked me, uh, so what, what, what are your views about sex? And then my fr- I, like, cut him off. I was like, I'm waiting. <laughs> I was like, we're not doing this. I know we're laying together on the couch. But, nope, I'm waiting. And, uh... Yeah, I don't remember much about what happened after that, but uh, I was definitely committed to it. But I think maybe three months after that, it didn't. It didn't last. So. <laughs> you were feeling as committed. <laughs> yeah. What would your parents like? What? What were they like? Would they have been really angry if they'd found out? Did they know? So my mom was kind of my go-to person about everything. Um, I told her probably a month after it happened and she already knew like she could tell (laughs) they just know they They just know but she wasn't mad because i had to ask her like well did you wait and she's like i didn't (laughs) (laughs) i was like see bam 
Um, but that's not the point. You're supposed to. <laughs> right. Come on. Right. Right. My parents, uh, my parents are strong. At the, just because I did doesn't mean you should, and I'm still disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh. Fine. I guess you'll just be disappointed. I'm also the youngest, so I think they were just kind of over it at that point. Like, they're still kind of disappointed, but they're like, eh, this is the third time. It doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> so. um, do they know about you and Tom's relationship outside of just you and Tom? Like, do they know anything about you being open or anything like that? No, that's probably something that will never, ever yeah. cross their ears, ever. Um, yeah. yeah, I actually had a dream once that, um, so I did have a second boyfriend for a while, and I had a dream that I was, like, kissing him goodbye after a date or something, and then I turned around and there was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's hilarious. <laughs> and my dad was like, don't do that to Tom. Don't do that. <laughs> if you don't knew what I would do into her boyfriend's wife. <laughs> We'll get into that later, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you, there was an evolution from being saved from marriage to where you are now. And at one point, you took a trip to Thailand. Yes. So, how did you get from saving yourself from marriage to getting into Thailand and some of the Thailand mischief that you saw? Man, I... I don't even know. Did you have a did you have what we refer to as a hoe phase in college? Yes, I did. Okay. okay there we go. Uh, that's, a major. that's one of the stepping stones yeah. Yeah, to where you're at now. <laughs> how did that go? In Thailand. Was there something that triggered your hoe phase uh, in college? Well, I didn't start drinking year then. But so senior year of high school, you started drinking? At college. Okay. Oh, wow. You went through most of college without drinking? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Impressive. Not me. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of balanced that out with the whole phase. Like, okay. instead of drinking, okay. I went more for the, the sex part. The banging. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's, that's a good thinking. Mm-hmm. You want to be sober for that. Yeah. In a frat house. Yeah, I can't believe I was sober for a lot of the things. <laughs> what kind of things? Oh, I think I've blocked it out of memory by now. Did you? Yeah. That's a terrible time to bring that up when we're recording <laughs> well, a sex podcast. <laughs> okay, so um, after a comedy show, um, I don't know, yeah, I, I was probably doing comedy at this point, but we were bowling, and he like kept trying to give me a drink, and I was like, no, I don't drink. And then at some point, I think I offered to give them a ride because I was sober, and they wouldn't tell me, like, where, I'm saying they, yes. Um, they wouldn't tell me, like, where to go specifically because they were so drunk. And I was like, okay, you can sleep on my beanbag. And you, the guy I was kind of, like, making out with, will just sleep in the bed. So my apartment was basically one room. And the beanbag was, like, right at the bottom <laughs> of the bed. <laughs> uh-huh. So I uh, had sex with this guy, like, while another guy was just, like, at the foot at the bed. <laughs> Go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh so the first night Brittany and I met, we met at an open mic when she was doing stand up. And that first night that we met, me and her and like three or four other comics went to a bar on the other out across the street and we're just talking, we started exchanging weird sex stories. Uh that was the first time you met you that was guys. The first did time that? We met, yeah. we I did love that. that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like everybody else had some 
had some weird shit that had happened to him. There was one girl there, and they're like, oh, I fucked the Oklahoma State football team, or whatever she said. <laughs> <laughs> Every last one. Yeah, she, as many as she could. She was, she was running up the score. Uh, just like Mike Gundy's office. You don't get that joke. We'll keep no. going. <laughs> so, uh, and then Brittany told that story. It was like, well, I had sex with another dude that was in the room. We're like, oh, two guys at once. She's like, no, he was just there. So he watched. No, he was asleep. <laughs> like, this is the famous <laughs> wild sex story. You're like, yes, yes, no, yeah. no. Yeah. That was something I didn't really think I wanted to be sober for. So, yeah. <laughs> Probably would have been more fun had I not been sober. But uh, were you sober in Thailand? I want to no. get back to this. Yeah, <laughs> I need to know what you did. Okay, <laughs> I didn't do what you. S- okay, I did. I did. It wasn't sexual, but I did pee in the street. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sexual for some people. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> someone out there is getting off to that right now. Yeah, um, and if I did anything else, I probably don't remember because uh, I did drink the entire time. Uh, there was one day, um, it ended up being like 8 or 9 p.m., and my friend asked me, how did you get so drunk? And I yelled at him, because we've been drinking since 7 a.m. <laughs> and that was not a lie. <laughs> we literally have. Oh, God. I'm too old for that now. Yeah. 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 I was too am now. Yeah. I don't it know. Was it, was, it was a good time. But, uh. Uh, you went to see a guy in Thailand. Yeah. You were visiting a guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's a friend who is very close. We were kind of a thing, but not really a thing. We didn't define it. It's weird. It's really weird. We're, we're good friends, but um, there's feelings that we're not able to define because it's just... I, I don't know exactly what it is, but we the two of us have never actually come forward with them to each other. Probably because we're scared, but it's just not, it's just how it is, and that's, that's where we left it last, so. In uh, Thailand. No. Was it, the last time you saw him? Uh, in Tulsa. Tom's like, no. No, he's going to In Tulsa, like, maybe six months ago, something like that. Yeah. Within the last year. He was just here visiting family, and, um, Song for a brief moment, but it was still weird. It was just like, I don't know how to talk to you. Like, you're, you've got that off the plane glow, and I don't know, like, how to, <laughs> how to talk to this. Like, oh, like, you've seen another world, and you don't know where you are now, because you're back in America. So it's just, that's just a strange relationship, that one. So, so did you yeah. see any strip clubs or sex shows in Thailand? So, oh, I can never remember the street in Thailand. Um, so, it's a street, and you walk down each club. It's, like, full of strip clubs. They have girls in matching outfits outside of each one. And it's fascinating. It was cute to me at first, because, like, I grew up a cheerleader. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, they, they look so good. They're all matching. Yay. It felt like walking through, like, a convoluted cheerleading competition for me. Um, it's an excellent description. <laughs> <laughs> and we finally just ch- like chose one and went inside. And I was already pretty overwhelmed because like there were some that were really reviewing and some that were not. Um, but we just went in one, and all of a sudden, naked girl just walks right by me. I'm like, oh okay. I fully expected it, but it was still just like, ah, oh, ah, oh, look at it. Oh my god, <laughs> is that a nipple? Oh, god. 
and then we walked around a bit. Um, so there was fire at one point. <laughs> like, what was on fire? The girl. Um, she, did, she did a trick. I think she, like, sprayed herself with alcohol and, like, put herself on fire. I guess it was, like, some circus trick. Yeah. Um, like her arm or her whole body. Her whole, she would oh, just, wow. Yeah, she'd, but it wouldn't last long. It would just be like, I'm on fire. Oh my god. So she was literally hot. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany doesn't do stand up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was so hot, but like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Good night, everybody. Um. <laughs> Any other tricks? Did you see the infamous ping pong ball? No, we missed that. But, um, <laughs> so we were, earlier in the my friend and I were sitting at a table kind of near like a pole area and she just kind of looked at us and then she grabbed a piece of paper and a pen, stuck the pen up her vagina and wrote, hey, sexy man oh. on the paper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I still have that paper somewhere. Did I give it to you? I you didn't give it, it to me. Oh my you know, god! We have I've it never somewhere. seen it. You say you have it, and we. I need to see it so I know how big it is, so I can buy a frame. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> do. Yeah, we're, we're framing. Look, that. It's, it's around in our apartment somewhere. I don't, I don't know where it is. But have yeah, you, did you go home and like try it? Try to write anything with your vagina? I, yeah, you know, I don't know that. I don't know why I didn't. I didn't, but I don't know why. <laughs> I was writing it down. You will. Yeah, yeah I will. We're going we're gonna to do I that. I think I got too scared. I think I thought about it and got too scared to do it. This is like a contest I want to have for digital intercourse. Like an art contest. And you send in your vagina pen drawings. Yeah. Oh, we'll that's... give you a prize. Oh, that's a great idea. Men welcome too. They can like tape the... Yeah, we just put it in your butthole. Put it in your butthole, yeah. tape it to your erection. Do what you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. Hands free, though, people. Hands free. You gotta squat over a piece of paper. (laughs) Like the good Lord intended. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you came back to America. Anything else interesting in Thailand? Uh, um, Not that I can remember right now. Uh, Am I forgetting anything? Not that I remember. No. Uh, You didn't get a lap dance at the Thailand Street Club. No, I think I was too, too afraid to touch them. So I... We think like we found out why the girls were so completely naked is because that is ladyboy country. Oh. So which is super common. So boys from surrounding countries will go to Thailand and be women uh, to make money. Um, and a lot of the ladies were like fully nude, so that the men knew exactly what they were getting. Okay. Yeah. So, that it was definitely, I remember sitting way close to the bar and like 10, 15 girls were there and my friend looked over at me and he was like, oh, you can smell them. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then that was when I was like, yep, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. But so, you came back sure. home mm-hmm. and you did stand up in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And then we met. Yeah, where were you at with, like, the, you guys are into some different things. So, like, kink and swinging and now I Holly. wasn't before him. He was really one that kind of drew me into it. Did um, you ever, like, think about it before? Was it ever anything you were like, maybe? I, 
Polly was something I was like, eh, that's a potential, but like kink and um, whatever else we do, it, it wasn't really fully in my, you know, it wasn't priority for me. But if it was any of those, it, would, it was going to be Polly. So. so. Which was something I always knew that I wanted to at least try, uh, but I never had anyone that I was dating or that was interested in dating in me that also wanted to explore polyamory until her. You were like, thank like, yes. you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. And she's super hot. Yeah, that helps. Uh, <laughs> that helps. Um, so what, how did Tom like introduce all of this to you? How did this like come into your relationship? So he did a show at a sex dungeon which Lauren was I was there. there. And so did you. <laughs> yeah. And I think this was like during like our at the beginning of our like hooking up phase. Our... Yeah. So we had we had been hooking up. Like we were just fucking just friends with benefits situation for a while and had talked about doing something kink. I don't know. We didn't we didn't really know where we were in terms of kink. I was like, I don't know. She's kind of freaky. Let's see if she wants to go to a sex dungeon. <laughs> I knew because also that was at a time where we weren't exclusive. So I also had a couple other girls that I was involved with. And I was like, S- I'm taking a date to the sex dungeon show. <laughs> it's a matter of who. And like she was the, the one that I wanted most to go. Um, and she was like, oh, I don't know. And then, yeah. then she decided to go. So she went. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so sweet. You were his first choice for the sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Makes me feel nice. I saw this in a Disney movie. Right. Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) Yeah. It would be the one. Yeah. Um, So did anything happen at that that time you guys went? I freaked the fuck out watching everything that was going on. Like, I knew we were going to see some crazy stuff, but I was just, like, so uncomfortable. I was giggling. I kept giggling. Like, I could not stop. And you have to be quiet in those places. Yeah, and I couldn't couldn't be quiet. stay too long because I felt like I was these people were just trying to enjoy themselves and I was gawking and so I think I liked to be respectful but (laughs) I I'd also hit the point where I was like that's good that's enough (laughs) (laughs) I did too yeah Um, you are a bit of a a voyeur though oh yeah because we went to a kinky house party and you were just Lauren was just there uh, there was, I don't know, a lot of stuff happened on the couch, and Lauren was just in the recliner, just with a glass of wine, just watching it. Just <laughs> <laughs> that was while I was getting tied up and also pretty drunk as fuck. Yeah, you were, you were yeah. getting suspended upside down. That was interesting. Yeah. It felt so nice. So well, you left the dungeon the first night <laughs> and said, that was fun, I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> Something along those lines, yep. And then... Uh, we went back for was there a second stand-up show there? I think, I think so. there was. So I went up there to plan help the the person who was the, doing the open mics and also at the dungeon that was drawing us in. I was going to help her plan this next stand-up show. While I was there, there was another woman there that was doing an oral sex demo, like, a, and uh, she said, "I need you, Tom, to be the bottom." <laughs> And I said, and and I was still new to the dungeon. I was like, oh, let me get my terms straight. Are you asking to suck my dick in front of a room full of people? And she said, yes, I need to show them how to suck dick. <laughs> I'm your guy. I said, we're doing this. Yeah. And then I told Brittany, 
And she was like, I don't think I want to go. And then she was like, you know what? Yeah, I definitely want to watch that. <laughs> so she came back. And then we got... So you were like, you watched that. That was... We were not exclusive yet, but you were watching... Watching me receive oral sex. How was that for you? Uncomfortable, but yet enticing. <laughs> okay. So oh. you're like, I don't know. I'm into it, but I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. That's, that's how most women describe me sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Confusion. <laughs> it was also cool because she was very like she was more scientific about it than she was like ew maybe into you so that made it like okay because it was just so like it was like a YouTube tutorial yeah it really was it was yeah. erotic it wasn't like she was like I want to suck your dick so I can have your babies later it was just like and, this is how the mechanics and also Tom was laying just like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> you know the famous yeah, Burt Reynolds movie. Of yeah, course you were. <laughs> yeah. Or Jeff, no, Jeff Goldblum. It's, it's a very similar film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm getting my, my hotties mixed up. Typical. Yeah. And then we we both became members there and went out to a few shows. Now, the first so night... that that's all it took after that you became members? Well, I feel like it took maybe another time. I feel like we went to another show. You were going to... So we did you, that, and then there was the stand-up show. Okay. So that was your, the second stand-up show was your third time going. Yeah. And that's when we got invited to, the lady that did the oral sex demo uh, was hosting an orgy on the night before New Year's Eve. It wasn't on New Year's Eve, because that was the year I had the Black Tide Fet party that I emceed at First Shop. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was around that time she was hosting an orgy and invited us back for that. Uh, Brittany didn't want to go, so I invited this other girl that I was interested in. Yeah. To go. And, uh, but then you went to the stand-up show. Mm-hmm. And thinking, all right, I just want to go watch the stand-up, and then we'll leave. And then I don't have to, I probably won't go back here anymore. Uh, but that's not how that happened, is it? No, <laughs> I think that's, that's not the first night I got tied, is it? It could be. It's the first, you got tied that, okay, so the very first time we went, we saw someone uh, whipping, it was yeah. a, a man and a woman, and he was whipping his, his woman. Uh, and they have like a master-slave relationship. Like her name on FetLife is something, his name, Slave. Uh, and he had like an Indiana Jones whip and was whipping her and like gashed her open like yeah. a, a few times. It was, it was rough. That was an mm-hmm. intense fucking scene. We've, we know them now. We've seen them do a lot of scenes. Uh, nothing, we've never seen them do anything else that intense because you can't do that every Friday night. <laughs> like, yeah, you can. We've seen them do some intense stuff, though. Um, mm-hmm. And then, that that guy, after we hung out there a few times, ended up being the first person to tie you. Wasn't he? No, I thought that was our, our comedian Oh, no, it was, yeah. it was the, it was yeah, the he comedian. Was the second person to tie He was the second person to tie that's yeah. true. The comedian yeah. friend was the first person uh, to tie yeah, okay. okay. And did, like, a partial suspension. Mm-hmm. Which, it was nice. Like, I felt the high... After, but like the breathing thing, she did like a chest harness thing, and I immediately discovered I don't like that. I don't like not having yeah. my breath restricted. So it was yeah. a chest harness, but it didn't go around your arms. No, I think it I was, was behind. Just... It, my arms were behind. My, and my you were leaning back. forward, so she, yeah, so the, like all a... the pressure of her weight oh. was on her chest as she was leaning yeah. forward. Yeah, Ooh, no. it was still pretty nice though. Like I was feeling the rope high, but I. But then she let me down, and I was like, oh, I can breathe. <laughs> 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 like I took my Spanx off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
But then, uh, I mean, I was pretty hooked after that. Yeah. So. And then the guy with the whip tied you, but he tied her down. Mm-hmm. So there was like, there was like a, a bondage table. Okay. So you've got all the loops around the outside of this, more or less a bed kind of type. Uh, and he tied her down to that. And that was, that felt a lot different for you. Yeah. That was way, it was relaxing. Because the first one was just like, oh my God, you know, like <laughs> a lot of complicated feelings. But then this one was really um, just pure relaxation. Pure, like, laying down somewhere, blanketing me with rope. And it's nice. I don't know that he did any, like, actual, like, tying of limbs. I think he just put rope over me. Yeah, I don't think, yeah. No, he did a uh, fudo on my leg. He did a fudo on your leg, right. And then, yeah, he made, like, a spider web. Come on. You kind of did that one time. I did. So she, so the first that first time she got tied down and he made it look like a spider web. And then once we got my own rope, and I started tying and trying to duplicate that spider web because it looks really cool. It sounds really cool. Uh, it sounds badass. And it took me a few tries to figure out how to do it, but then I finally got it. And there's I've got a couple of pictures of them. That's the tie that I'm most happy with that I've done. Were you a Boy Scout? I was. Okay. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Yeah. How did you feel after the first time? Were you like a little bit like, did I just do that? Like, yeah. I mean, I knew I wanted to be like open to it, and I knew I wanted to figure out some ways to get out of my shell because I've been in a shell like most of my life, and I figured like, why not a sex dungeon to help me break out of some of this? No place and, like it. Yeah, um, I. It was pretty life changing. I didn't know how life-changing it was at the time, but, I mean, because I was just pretty out of it. But I didn't know I was out of it. It was like, ooh, movie, hello. Is that what happens after you've been tied? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so rope high is a real thing. It's like taking, it's like taking a drug. Or, like, after you exercise all the endorphins, it's, I would equate it to a combination of those. Because it's not like you didn't work out and you didn't take a drug. So it's it's its own special kind of high. You, Interesting. You can see it in someone's eyes when they get that rope high. Yeah. Subspace. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. they get kind of glossy out and they're just not really there. There is a picture <laughs> I mean, of me. Uh, I think it was that spider web tie that I was just like. My face is just out. Like I am <clears throat> in like another galaxy like I literally see stars and like flowers blooming like flowers blooming in space like that's oh my god that's some LSD shit yeah that's just wild (laughs) Mm -hmm. but is it because it's painful yeah there's a it's not always painful okay there are some ties that are super it looks painful but there are some ties that are super comfortable Um, suspension I would say is going to be a little bit painful yeah Yeah. but like getting tied down in the spider web or something like that where you're tied to down to the bed is Mm -hmm. not it's my favorite I'm not huge on pain there's some pain I'm into but um, not with not so much with rope specifically I like spankings she does. If you, <laughs> if you remember the episode where Nefarious and, and her husband was with us yeah. and they gave us that cane, yes, uh, Brittany's been enjoying that cane a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that thing looks intense. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. So we went back to that same dungeon, uh, and I have always been an exhibitionist. Uh, as 
listeners of our show yeah. get text and you yeah. figure this out if you know me. Uh, and so they have they have what they call their harem room. There's just several beds where people could go and fuck or whatever the cuddle or whatever you want to do. Uh, and I was talking to you, Brittany, about doing that. And you were a little bit nervous, and we went into the like far back corner of that room. <laughs> so <laughs> we were kind of behind stuff, even though it's still one big room. And that was was that that your first time having sex in a public mm-hmm. area? Yes. How was that for you? I remember being super relaxed after that. I remember, I think I even got tied before that too. So I, I think I had a little bit of that high, but then we had sex in there. It was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is amazing. Um, yeah, because it, it, it was nice because I got to start out kind of hidden. Because the, the corner we were in, it was definitely like I tucked away. There was like a whole other wall. So it was not obvious that we were there, but we were there. Yeah, <laughs> but it was open. Yeah, it was definitely in the open, but um, it was awesome. Then we found a swingers party that was at that same dungeon. So, so, so they have just their plain kink nights, and then there's other nights where they have a swinger party which is, it's more open in terms of people aren't doing intense BDSM scenes, so you don't have to be as quiet to not interrupt a scene. People are just hanging out and fucking and maybe spanking or something, but it's not as intense from a kink perspective. Okay. Uh, And that night, there's one kind of king-size bed that is in just the middle, out in the open of everything in this room. And I was talking to Brittany, I was like, all right, so we're we're gonna go back back there and have sex and I said where do you want to go and she said middle bed and we were like uh <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> so what what changed your mind between the corner and then that night where you chose the middle bed mm, that's a hard question to answer I, I feel like maybe I was just wanting to explore more about being an exhibitionist because I think um we had taken that BDSM test and yeah. while I figured out more about myself in that and I think I just wanted to, like, test that. Like, I wanted to be sure, you know, that was actually who I was. So I just tried it, and it was amazing. So what were your test results in the PDSM test? So I think definitely Exhibitionist was a top one. Bottom, like, sub- like bottom knee stuff. Uh, it's been a long time. It's been over a year. Yeah, but we take it. We need to take it again because it's definitely different now. Yeah, you know more. Yeah, about what's out there. And yeah, stuff. and about ourselves too. Um, so I know that it was exhibitionist, um, and what else was it? Uh, I'm not sure. What I know because there was a you get a long list of it. Uh, so you get a little bit of everything, and I think I know exhibitionist uh, was a big one. He's like, Rope but, bunny. oh, Rope Bunny. Rope, Rope bunny, bunny was a big one. Yeah. Kitten. There's kitten in there. Oh, my God. Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know that. You're in that bowl of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we got to tell you about the ice cream, too. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, so that was, I, I think I may have touched on this on the podcast. So you, part of her Christmas this past year was I bought her some kitten ears and a tail I bought her a leash, and what I didn't realize until she opened it, uh, because her dog came over Christmas morning also, uh, and what I realized on Christmas morning was that the leash that I bought her is the exact same leash that she had bought for her dog. 
Yeah. I just found a legit leash that was a color I knew she liked, and it turns there out we yeah, go. she had You guys are made to be. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah. So and then you got to do some kitten stuff. So mm-hmm. what, what is that kind of mentality for you when you get into your kitten persona? It's so playful. Like I don't consider like when you become an adult, you forget like how to play. Like yeah, as you true. did as a kid. And what I found in this, well, he said he was into it. So I was like, okay, you know, another thing about opening myself up and being open to trying everything. Um, Wait, I'll try. Pause. How did you bring this up? Can you reenact this conversation? You're like, "Uh, sometimes I like it when the girl (laughs) fucking pretends she's a cat. (laughs) So, um... It started small. Yeah. It starts with purring. Uh, and I remember, and we're going to, we've talked about this a lot, and we will forevermore. Uh, the movie Titanic, <laughs> which I saw a lot. Which I saw a million times in the theaters because I was finger fucking my, I had pruny fingers. I was in my <laughs> uh, and one of the girls I was with, like, she started purring in my ear. Oh, I could see that. And I love that shit. And so we, this was like back in the 90s. We didn't text people. And so she would call me and like we'd have, we'd talk and flirt over the phone. And she would she purr. purr? She would purr, yeah. And like I would, be, I would be jerking off on the phone. I mean, she knew it. Like that's why she okay. was doing it. I wasn't secretly jerking. But she was like <laughs> purring on me. And then once I got older and went to strip clubs, some of the, uh, the dancers will put their mouth on your dick and purr. Which is fucking phenomenal. I remember you talking to our... Sapphire. Yeah, Sapphire Yeah, when she was on the show, we talked about that. Uh, And so I was getting Brittany to see if she wanted to purr on my dick or purr in my ear. (laughs) And it started there. And so one night, I think, was that that the night on the couch where you were just giving me a blowjob and started purring? That's the Mm -hmm. first time you did anything, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And then you kind of took it from there, kind of. Do you, remember, do you remember what I'm talking about? I'm trying to set up a, <laughs> a story, but I don't know if you remember it. Is it your birthday? People? No, 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 not my birthday. This was at the other apartment after I moved from, from the pizza apartment to the the gray one. Okay. So Brittany is, is giving me oral sex, and she starts purring, like, and she'll like suck on a little bit and then get up on my ear and purr. And then, and I didn't tell you to do this. She starts like pawing at my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love this. <laughs> like a little balling on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's just batting at it. And, and I, I don't know where it came from. I think it's just I was purring and I was like, I'm a fucking cat like, now, bitch. I subconsciously got into character from that. I'm like, oh, okay, this is happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> I loved it. I did not expect. To love it as much as I did, and it was like, yeah, you you keep on doing that. Thank and, God she didn't act like it was a scratching pose. <laughs> Just give a little pat. Ah! Who knows? Tom might be into it. Yeah. Who can tell? We'll try it later. And then, uh, <laughs> I have no doubt. Yeah, well, no, maybe not. So we so we did that. We did the the sex in public there, and this was when I was emceeing shows out at uh, one of the nightclubs in town, and you. Saw a friend from high school that was there, and she said, "I'm fucking the host." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help it. I was really happy about it, so I was just like, "Yay!" And that that guy, look hey. at him, he's right there. I'm fucking him. <laughs> I even get to pretend like I'm a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And that was a second soiree into public sex. Yes. 
we that place it, it's a very sexy place it um you know has chandeliers and shit but what i've noticed is that you'll see couples go in and out of the bathrooms okay so they've got a men's bathroom a women's bathroom and then like a, a middle bathroom that's like a just a single stall oh, okay gender non-specific bathroom yeah 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 not sure if it was intentionally for, you know, what. Sex and cocaine. That's what it is. It's a, it's a <laughs> yeah. bathroom yeah. in a nightclub. It's sex and cocaine. It's for one one of two things, maybe both. Right. And so we had full-on sex in there, but also uh, you gave me a blowjob in the dressing room behind the stage of that place. After, <laughs> after a burlesque show. Yeah. After a burlesque show one night, yeah. Does anyone ever caught you all doing things like that? No, but that's like, no. that's the exciting part. You want to get caught? Kind of. Do you want to tell her the very first place we had kind of public sex? Yeah. Tell her that whole story. Okay. We were out with people. Uh, we were out with non-kink I was, were you out with me? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. It was after a stand-up show, I feel like. I don't, I don't remember where we were at, but we were at Village Inn, and we were in the conference room because it was like a million of us, and he was sitting across the table from me. And I, this was when we were just, like, really physically into each other. Like, we could not, like, physically keep our hands off each other. And I lifted my foot and was just, like, playing with his dick across the table. Oh, my God. I literally couldn't help it either. I was just like, I need to touch him, but he's so far away. Oh, here we go. But <laughs> I want to make us both happy. I like feet, so that was that yeah. for me. and I knew that. I think I knew that. Yeah, um, you did. And then we were just... Everybody was being loud and comedians and like blah blah blah, and we were just kind of staring at each other like, oh my gosh, everybody's so loud. And then he sends me a text and he's like, we could totally go do it in the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh I did not God. expect her to say yes, and then she did. Talking, <laughs> shoot your shot. <laughs> if you all have learned anything today, ask to fuck in a village in bathroom. Ask someone to be a cat. Ask for big things. <laughs> yeah. Ask for what you want. Yeah. Sometimes yes, you it. will get it sometimes. Are there things that you are surprised that you are into that yeah. you maybe thought never, but. Definitely the kitten play is a big surprise. Like, literally, when I started playing with his dick like that, like, that was. I was watching myself do it. Like, I was like, oh my God. Um, and spanking. Spanking is. I did not think I would like getting bruises like that. Yeah. But I think pole dance kind of contributes to that um, likeness for bruises. Um, but yeah, those, I think those are really the only two. That rope and um, kitten play are the only things I'm really into. Am I into something else? I'm very forgetful. No. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think we've done. We're a whole interested. Lot. We're still... We we have an interest. We haven't played with it yet, but we're interested in like nun and priest play. Oh, yeah, she is. Yeah, that. Oh. Catholic I background. wasn't raised Catholic, so I, it means nothing to me. You could yeah. be a, a fireman or a sexy cop or a nun. I did. It's all the same shit to me. I don't know these. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out if it's too close to home for me. Okay. But it still sounds really hot. <laughs> I bought her, and also when she, we were talking about this, she doesn't want like a sexy nun costume. Like a nun. She wants to look like a nun. Authentic. So I bought her like a full down to the ankles nun. No, I, like a habit and a black dress, a full nun costume. I was like, I'm just gonna lay this on your bedroom. You let me know when you're ready to use it. <laughs> <laughs> a full on nun. Yeah. You, but with nothing on underneath. Of course. Yeah. Scandalous. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So that that whatever the season is of American Horror Story, where they're at the season two. Oh season yeah. Season two. Briarcliff. Mm-hmm. And there's that the one nun that gets possessed. Yes. That's that's gets her like like Niagara man. Yeah. She just... <laughs> it's like I'm literally wet. Yeah. So yeah. I'm losing it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any like red lines that you won't cross? Blood? Yeah. Um I mean not intentional blood. Um like don't take a razor and just bleh. Yeah. Um I mean, if it happens, like, on accident, during a spank, then sure. But, yeah, like, just intentionally drawing blood is a big no-no. Plus, I pass out when I see it, so... Oh, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, very bad. Yeah, we had... We were talking to a friend that got... Uh, her boobs done recently, and she was saying, "Oh, I got to show you all the videos." We're like, "They cut me open and went under the muscle, and you could see it." And then, like, she starts telling us about the surgery, and Brittany like laid down, had to close her eyes. Like, that's that's intense, darling. We can't <laughs> that's too much. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Even talking about it is <laughs> no, no. So where did pole come into all of this? You said something about pole dancing. Yeah, that's another mm-hmm. thing that I I branched out into. Um, I started it last year, I think, last August, so a year and a half ago, about, um, and it changed my life, um, and I didn't think that I would like it because of it, you know, it's what strippers do, I'm right. not sure I don't like it, and I got into it, and it's like one of the loves of my life, and, you know. It's <laughs> fine. He, you and right here, you and <laughs> pole dancing and Tom are in a thruple. Yeah, <laughs> to try it. Yeah, yeah, and it is beautiful. And it's a polycule, frankly, with pole and Alabama football. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right, very true. Yeah. Um, how did you decide to get into that? Was it all part of like this whole process of being more sexually open and? The first thought I had about it was probably two, three years ago. I thought, oh, that looks cool. That looks fun. But that's probably, I wouldn't be any good. Which is something every girl says, whatever, yeah. or, or guy. Every person says that. It's like, no, you just haven't done it before. Right. Yeah. And but you won't does, be good when you start, because yeah. no one's good at things when they start them. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And I was taking only dance classes there, because they don't just do pole, they do, like, regular video vixen classes, which is like dancing like the pussycat dolls. Um, they do like workout. It's like a gym. It's a gym. Okay. It's not a, you know, come here, learn how to be a stripper, <laughs> um, which is true. You can do that. You can use it for that, but it's not essentially, it's not their mission statement. Um, so I was going to the dance class because I knew, it's funny how I actually know this girl. Um, I, okay, hang, hang with me. Okay. I went to high school with a guy. And then I no longer went to that high school. Flash forward 10 years later, I date a guy. That guy knows that guy and is dating this girl. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and okay. she works at the studio. So that's how I got there. And um, you go there long enough, you get bored with the dance class. And I was like, I'm just going to I'm gonna get up on the pole at some point. I may as well. I've been coming here long enough. So It's super athletic. Yes. I am so impressed when you post stuff because I'm just like, oh my god! Thank you. I think people underestimate. Think you just hop up there. No. Nope. <laughs> it's taking a class. I did know. take a class, and my arms hurt for like a, a day or two after that. Like it was, it's, and I didn't. I was pole one, obviously. So I was doing a lot of easy stuff, but just like grabbing the pole that way and pulling your body up, 
you're using all your arm muscles. <laughs> you're using a lot of muscles that you don't normally use unless you're, yeah. I don't work out at all. So <laughs> going from nothing to that was a, a huge extreme. I went to a pole dancing class at a bachelorette party once. I sat in the back and like drank boxed wine. Yeah. I said, I'll watch. <laughs> I'll sit in the back. That's classic Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> That's your move. I'm like, I'll just still watch what's going on. There's Not no so wrong much. way to do a bachelorette party. And That's true. Yeah, that was it. That was a good way to do it. Yeah, I was like, let me sit down. <laughs> so the, the original dungeon closed uh, for, quote, fire code regulations. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, it's mm-hmm. in red state. Uh, but we found a different dungeon uh, that's drivable distance. And so we started going there, and one night they had a polyamory group discussion. Uh, so we went there for that, and that opened both our eyes, but I think yours maybe a little more, having yeah. never considered it before. How was that night for you? Um, it was both difficult and enlightening, um, because I, I knew that I had an interest in it, but I was definitely not excited about it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't something I wanted to just jump into, um, but I wasn't totally crossing it out either. Um, we were surrounded, there were like 20 people yeah, there, 20, almost, I want to say 30, but wow. maybe not even the, that much. The social area that night was where that discussion was happening. Yeah. It was full. Like, oh. it, was, it was pretty full. Yeah. And... It, it was a good discussion, and I learned enough, but it, we definitely didn't learn everything, but it, it certainly helped, and it wasn't long after that that we, um, maybe, when did we, when did we actually first do something? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It would, it would have been a few months after that. I, I do remember a few things about that night. So there was one couple that was kind of leading the discussion, I guess, as maybe the most advanced polyamory people in the room that night yeah it's like a one guy said uh it's like we're juniors in poly high school (laughs) like a high school like you're new to it and then you you get to know you know life in a way that you can through it describe it to other people yeah yeah and they they said not everyone has primary partners some people just have their different partners and they're they're different and but they're not structured in the hierarchy she said but for me and my husband, we know we're primary, we know we're locked in the hip. Because I think the question to her was, how do you handle it when you bring in someone to your relationship and then that person tries to drive a wedge yeah. and turn you into monogamous? Right. And uh, she laughed at that. She was like, our relationship is so strong, you can't fuck with us. Right. So it's just a laughable, it's like throwing a pebble at a tank. Like, what are you even doing? <laughs> like, you will get nowhere with that uh, shit. Mm-hmm. And we, we've kind of adopted that mentality because we know how strong we are for each other that that makes it a little bit easier to go be poly when we know we're that strong to begin with yeah uh we we got really excited i asked her that night because there was the kink play party i was like do you want to stay and tie or do you want to go home and talk about the all the things we just learned (laughs) she got really excited like you want to go home and, and talk so we went home that night and i remember that one of the first things i said to you was that i just feel like monogamy is a cage. Mm-hmm. You remember me saying that? Yeah. And and how how did that how did you react to that statement? I understood, and I didn't want to put you in a cage, and I didn't like seeing you. Um, I would I would not like seeing I, I wouldn't want to put you in that 
and that's one of the reasons why I was more open to it because I want I want you to live your life freely and but it, it, it still is a challenge for me with polyamory because I don't have the easiest past like with guys not being truthful or I'm sure many women can say that yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all women um but uh it, it was just hard too because it, it, it just takes work um it, it, hearing that I loved you for it but I was also like the challenge <laughs> so so what after that discussion what were your thoughts just on monogamy it is over sensationalized like people make it seem like it's the, the ideal yeah yeah but for you maybe it's not mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't or it doesn't have to be right yeah. and I like thinking that I'm not I'm, I'm just not like it's, it's freeing to be like it's, it's freeing to just say okay you're not and not be like monogamy is the way it's, it's easier to just be like oh you really can do whatever you want yeah, you <laughs> be just as happy and fulfilled and like feel just as good about your relationship right yeah and that's kind of what i've put it to is also saying like my, your happiness is more important than my jealousy. Like I can deal with with my own shit, but it's it's up to you to go find a boyfriend or a guy you're dating. If you see a relationship, if you see someone you have interest in, you need to explore that relationship for whatever it is. Yeah. So how's that been so far? Because this is kind of new. It is new, yeah. Maybe three or four months we've been mm-hmm. doing that. It's uh, challenging. It's been really hard, but um, also it's just it's just as challenging as it is rewarding. So our first experience, I guess, it was our really first experience in any type of non-monogamy. This is not someone that we ended up dating or anything. Uh, she was just a friend from the dungeon uh, that came over one day. Just came over to hang out with us one afternoon. And she's super into rope. She watched a football game with us. And <laughs> I have Bama fan. Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. yep, yep. Right. Yeah. So I'm a, a chick who's a Bama fan at the dungeon. So yeah. You we, already have a chick. <laughs> right. Uh, so she came over to watch a game with us, and I have a thing called naked halftime. That's one of my traditions since college. I love it the most. Uh, <laughs> and then I told her I was like, so we're gonna get we got halftime, and I told her that, and she's like. That's all we do is just sit here naked? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, okay, I guess we can do that. <laughs> she was expecting more. She's like, and? Uh, yeah, and then once the game was over, it's like, well, I've got all this rope. Do you want to tie? And then so her and Brittany, I tied them together. Okay. And we ended up kind of, I was kind of making out with the both of them and ended up fingering the other girl. And you watched. Mm-hmm. It was right in front of my face, just <laughs> right there. <laughs> Because you were tied together at the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I couldn't move. But still, I was like, hey, this is cool. Did you like it? Did yeah. you get Did you get turned on by I it? I did get turned on. Um, I think I was, like, kind of starting my period at the time or something, so I didn't want him to finger me. I, mean, I did, but I didn't want him to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, it was exciting. It was, it was a huge... Huge turn on. So you're like, let's bring more people into this party. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, not not right away. I mean, it was a good stepping stone for me. Um, 
because that, that's something I've never experienced before. I remember thinking, like, halfway through, I'm like, oh, my God, am I having my first threesome? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Because that was, that's true. That wasn't just, like, a, you'd had public, you had sex in front of other people, but you hadn't, like, been involved with someone else. Like, that's mm-hmm. a different yeah. thing. Yeah. The close, before that, the closest thing we had done was the same woman that did the oral sex demo. Like, she, we were having sex at that dungeon. Oh. She stood, she stood by the bed and watched. And I was like, yeah, yeah, come on. And she's like, she got in the, she didn't touch us, but she got in the bed with us and just like, move your hips this way, Tom. All right, put your leg that way. Oh, my God. Like, I, love it. Touching us. <laughs> I love that. She's like, I got you, champ. Let's do this. So, so the, the rope thing was the first time we had. And then you, we started hanging out with people. So there's some poly folks who just have people over at their house. And it's not, not necessarily kink or sex, just people hanging out. Uh, and then you met, that's where you met the guy that would eventually be your other boyfriend. <laughs> yes. And we just hit it off. Uh, we, it was that, so I was sitting next to his wife at first. And I, I think we were just like introducing ourselves, like, hi, I'm, you know, Brittany, blah, blah, blah. Um, and we, he and I just started like talking about something. And then, uh, so one of them got up, and I think uh, they, they worked it out to where he would sit next to me. And I later found out that the wife was like, she's really into you. You need to sit by her. And he was like... I love that. <laughs> she's like, wingman. Wife slash yeah. wingman. Yeah. Uh, wing wife. Um, and... I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And... We just talked the whole time. Like, everybody else was on the couch just being loud and having fun. Um, Thomas smoked some weed. So he kind yeah, of I, got, I got too high to know what was happening. So there was another woman. So I had Brittany on one side, and then there was another woman on my other side. And I was, we, we knew each other. We'd flirted a little bit, and I was sitting there going, ah. You should talk to her. She's sitting right beside you. What do I say? What do I say? And then I would sit there and like stress about what I was going to say. And there was like, oh, you've just been sitting here silent for five minutes. And you're like a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, so. that's one of those nights where you like look like you're watching a NASCAR race. <laughs> and watching people talk. So then like, whoa, I whoa, whoa. intently get into a conversation. Like, all right, how can I contribute to this conversation? I don't know that board game. Okay, I've never <laughs> seen They go over here. I've never seen that movie. I don't know what anyone's talking about. <laughs> that's why I don't smoke weed around people a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a person activity so what was your first date with him like uh we went to go get coffee at a really good coffee shop um which that was, is such a standard poly first date it story. is I, so when i first started asking women out on in poly stuff it was like okay so i know she's into little play uh so let's go to the max they've got arcade games that'll be perfect we can get slushies and arcade games and i was completely overthinking trying to make that like, just this elaborate like great first date. It's like no let's go get coffee that's all anybody wants to yeah, do <laughs> just a little introduction <laughs> yeah and it went great we had i had some interesting we're big coffee nerds too so that was big part of it um we tried i tried like a brand new coffee which i was worried about like what if I didn't like it? I was gonna have to pretend to like this coffee <laughs> that he just bought me. <laughs> I'm gonna try to look like that girl on the first date. Yeah, yeah. But we, it was just like the same thing that uh, was happening on the couch. Like we just kept talking and just hitting it off. It was great. We were there for like an hour maybe. And then y'all would go out a few times, and then we would have a bunch of our kink friends over for uh, the Alabama Oklahoma playoff game this past year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got, I don't know, a little bit. I think we didn't get as kinky as I thought we would, but we did. Oh, we gave out some spanks and stuff uh, for that. Yeah, like bedding, bedding spanks. Bedding spanks. Okay. <laughs> uh, we would duplicate that for a Super Bowl party too. <laughs> uh, but with just and so we did that, and then a few people left, and then uh, her boyfriend's wife. Were y'all boyfriend at the time? No. Okay, but not at the time. They were just dating. But this guy's wife. Uh, so there was also all pole people there, so they started getting on the pole, and then she, his wife takes her pants off and like ties her shirt up, and she's learning to twerk, and then it's just me and one of the other pole dancers' husbands sitting on the couch watching all these women twerk, twerk and dance on the pole in my living room, and uh, I just looked at him and was like, life's pretty great sometimes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't know how we got here, but I love it. I don't know. Uh, and then that would be everyone else would leave and then her boyfriend and his wife stayed and they had not had Brittany and, and that guy had not had sex yet oh okay uh, and then she had, was asking me to give her lap dance lessons like the so old girl that you are right yeah. so yeah, yeah so they were watching that and I was giving her a good lap dance I taught her how, how to purr on somebody's clitoris like you <laughs> so thank you to all the strippers Doing that the purred Lord's on work. me yeah uh, and then I ended up like they're kind of making out on one couch and me and me and his wife were on the other couch kind of making out I started fingering her and then Brittany looks up and goes oh, I think we need to give them some alone time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so they went to her bedroom and closed the door and she was like oh, did, did my husband just leave the room with your girlfriend I was like I think they did she was like think we should go to bed too so i ended up in back there having set very intentionally loud sex with her <laughs> to see if they would react and they never came out and then we went over to your they, what, so they what climbed were, in bed with us yeah, yeah. so but so what did, could y'all hear us when we were over there i couldn't you could but he could, could he, he could yeah he, we were talking and at one point he was like oh, oh, oh she's getting fucked <laughs> <laughs> he knew he was like I've heard that before. Yeah. That yeah. yeah, I personally couldn't hear it, but it was funny because we were talking about something totally different, and then all of a sudden it was like, it was like a dog whistle to me. <laughs> so, oh, yep, yep. <laughs> how seriously, since you guys are primary, like, how seriously do you take your secondary relationships? Like, is it just for fun? Like, how, what, did, what do they mean to you, I guess? So there are certain things that your primary, um, you know, certain needs that your primary may not meet. Um, like I can't take him to go get ramen because he doesn't like ramen. Okay. Overpriced bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll eat someone home for thirty-five cents. <laughs> yeah, that's a very like uh, that's a very uh, it's not like, the greatest example, but like it's di- different relationships are give you different things um but you should always put the primary first no matter what um but is that a good question it's kind of hard to answer because i haven't fully thought of it but yeah, it's, it's totally new um it's just definitely secondary and you still honor and respect it but it's not a it's not the biggest priority. Yeah. It's a priority, but it's not, it's not up there. Do you see, it, go ahead. It's, it's one of those relationships that you don't necessarily think is going to be a lifelong relationship, but it's yeah. important for what it is while it is. Like you yeah. still enjoy that person, just like you have friends that 
that are, are not dating friends, but mm-hmm. people that come in your life. You have you're great friends for a few years, and then you move away or something, whatever happens, and you don't see them anymore. Right. You're still great friends. And that time was special, even though it's not a lifelong relationship. So you kind of see the secondary. It's like something not that's... super long term, but maybe like kind of like the um, when you have your scrambled eggs, right? And then you have your salt and your pepper, like a basic uh, spice. And then you want to add some paprika. Like, they're, <laughs> they're like the paprika, you know? Oh, yeah. like something, it just adds to it. And then if you get another one, that's like the parsley, you know? <laughs> just it, You can just keep making it better. What do you think yeah. is your maximum number of, like, that's the most relationships I really have, like, <laughs> I think that's the bandwidth for. Because I, whenever uh, he and I started dating, I was like, I think I'm, I'm ready to close it. Um, and, uh... I, I was just overwhelmed because of the reward I was getting. It was just so, like, nice to have, like, all of this love, you know? Yeah. It, and literally, the words polyamory is many loves. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was overwhelming at first, and I was just like, whoa, I need to slow this down because this is a little too awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like it too much. Yeah, yeah. My answer to that may be a little simpler. Uh Love is not a finite resource. Exactly. Time is. Yes. So yes. Like, We've talked about this. So that, that's the only thing is how many people do Can I have manage? time for? Yeah. Right? yeah. Which is why one of my secondaries was basically just a friends with benefits situation. We didn't text every day. Uh, she was great, but she was goofy and hot as fuck. And we, and we, we would, you know, hang out whenever we did. Uh, I came on her face and took her to the strip club one time. <laughs> like we just Such a sweetheart. I took two Uber rides that night. <laughs> she showed her tits to both of them, and I one of them did not give me a perfect score. That, and I'm like, that's, fuck you, dude. I yeah. don't know what your problem is. <laughs> Thank your lucky stars. Yeah. Uh, now, the there's another woman that I'm seeing that we're more, of, more friends. Like, we do text at work during the day, like, pretty frequently, maybe three days a week. We'll spend the afternoon texting each other. Uh, but it's still kind of casual. Like a date night for us is I'll take her to Jimmy John's and then she'll come over to the house and we'll do kink stuff. Like that's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not, it's not, it's still like a friendship. Yeah. It's still it's very true. much a friendship. My, my feelings towards her. And that's another thing. You just kind of let relationships evolve for what they are. My feelings for her are, it feels like that high school, like crush. Like that's yeah. kind of how it feels again. Uh, and it's nice to just have a crush on somebody. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of fun. And then we just, that's, that's it. We just hang out and are friends and do some kink stuff. Yeah, because, like, that's a natural thing to happen. And I think um, not that everyone needs to be open, but you have to at least accept that your partner is going to, like, think other people are still, like, attractive or exciting yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So it's like you then have the option to act on that, but it doesn't affect the two of you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because even having those feelings for some people would be, like, fucking deal breaker it would be like well we're over then it's like whoa whoa mm-hmm. yeah I'd... i still get kind of a, a twinge of like oh like this is hard but like like you said earlier your happiness is more important than my jealousy so because you probably wouldn't want to give up it sounds like you're enjoying the dating part it sounds like you don't want to give that up right necessarily yeah. so it's like i can deal with like feeling this way a little bit maybe 
I think I've mentioned this maybe before, but we had a Super Bowl party. Her boyfriend at the time was out of town. He came back during that and came over, and like she jumped up in his arms, and it was like, and for me, it was like, oh, that was, that's, uh, that's my that's girlfriend. My and, and then, yeah, <laughs> but then like I, I could see the look on her face, how happy she was, and that changed things for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything to say about that night? Uh, oh, I fucked the shit out of him. Yeah, he got it. He got what was coming to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was also pretty drunk, but, I mean, still. Uh, I haven't seen him in, like, a long time. So, yeah, it was was a good time. So, they went to her bedroom to have sex, and then one of our other friends there was like, where did did Brittany go? And he's like, oh, her and him went back there to have sex. She goes, okay. When they come out, everybody applaud. <laughs> so <laughs> they, they came out of the room, we all just erupted in applause. <laughs> yeah. I took a bow. I don't know what he did. He probably just blushed and, yeah. Yeah. It was embarrassed. Yeah. He's a nice I mean, guy. I he super is. He's super nice. Uh, yeah. And then I had sex with her after he left. Because <laughs> like, if we know nice. anything, it's like Tom King loves sluts. I do. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's Actually, she went out that time when a few times, and like, you know, she would come home and like, you fuck him? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm a fucking now. <laughs> she said no. Like, you need to fuck him. Yeah, we waited a while before we actually had sex. The only time I got upset with that relationship, uh, this that guy loves to to finger girls, and uh, one time he fingered her so much you were sore and couldn't have sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the next day, she was still like, eh, let's, let's give us some time. She's like, I want to fuck. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Take it easy. I was like, you're going to have to talk to him about this. <laughs> yeah. Have him dial it down to an eight. Yeah. <laughs> Not asking for too much. Um, and recently, you want to you talk about the breakup? Um, oh. Well, it's okay. It, it, it wasn't hateful or anything like that. So... They had been, he and his wife had been uh, processing Polly for a while, and um, she had a boyfriend that was giving, was not treating her right at all, and it was just, it was just exhausting for her, which I totally get. Like, if I had, a, you know, an additional boyfriend that was just being a shithead, yeah, like, and then I had this other guy that I loved so much, and just being wonderful all the time, that, that's a lot to bounce it's like, what's the point? You're the bonus. You're yeah. not supposed to be a right. pain in my ass. Who's mm-hmm. <laughs> supposed to be easy? Yeah, so she was having a hard time with that, and um, they were having some pregnancy issues. Oh. So they had made the ultimate decision to close their relationship and, you know, not be open. They just, you know, they need time to heal from all of that. Yeah. So... It was his decision to break it off with me. She, she did not say, like, to break up with me, but it was ultimately his decision. And I respect it because I don't I don't think I would want to be part of, you know, a relationship that is still having some hurt in it. You know, yeah. not, that, not that I'm, like, a triad with them, but, like, it, um, they, I just wanted them to have space and yeah. to heal. So, so it wasn't malicious. It wasn't hateful. It was just we we can't Tiny. do this anymore because yeah. my primary is important to me. So yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And I I knew at some point, like when she had another boyfriend, I was like, oh, that means at some point I'm going to have to help my girlfriend through a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that been like? Ah, uh, that it's been, it's it, it, not that weird really. Well, yeah, if you're uh, used to emotionally like supporting each other and stuff. Yeah, and I, the night that it happened, like she, like came home and she had a rose and she looked sad and I was like, oh no. Yeah, got me a mad dog rose. And I just I held her and talked to her and she cried a little and it was. I mean, just like helping any other friend through a breakup, yeah. except we weren't wearing pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Two thumbs up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we didn't talk about this. So then we can, like, plug any shows you have coming up. Um, likely yours, too. But you do burlesque. Yes. I, so, yeah, tell yeah. us about that, how you got involved in all of that. Um, well, Tom. Uh. <laughs> it's funny. We did a show this past weekend, and there was an out-of-town burlesque former... Uh, that asked me like how I got into it, and I was like, "Well, I've been at it for a while." And, was like, and then Brittany walked up and was like, "Oh, this is my girlfriend. She performed that." And she goes, "Oh, that's how Tom got involved." And I was like, "Nope, nope. the way around." <laughs> <laughs> Switch it. To yes. Yeah. yeah. So I've only been into it maybe three, three, four months now. Yeah. Um, this Saturday is going to be my fourth show uh, that I've ever done, um, and it's at the Review. Oh, nice. They're doing their St. Patrick's Day catered dinner. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, right? it's called a Double D Show Dinner and Debauchery with the Moonlight Meeks Parade. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook and also The Review, our favorite uh, new drag bar in town. Yes. Good friend of the show. Good friend of the show. I went finally and saw Tom do burlesque. Oh, I guess you did do a burlesque number with the blow-up the doll. Blow doll. Was, I really liked that. Catfight themed and... Uh, <laughs> Wrestled a blow-up doll. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first time going, and it was amazing. So you guys should definitely check it out. Um, But how's that been? Amazing. So I was a theater major. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And I... So I did stand up for a while, and that kind of, you know, let me use my skills as a theater major, whatever. Um, But then, you know, you... You, you can burn out from that. Um, we know several people that have <laughs> done so. Um, so I just was not, I didn't have like a performer thing going for me uh, for a while. And burlesque has costumes. Yeah. And rhinestones. And glitter and sequins. <laughs> and hairdos and makeup and all of it. And I was like, why am I not why doing, am I not doing this? this with him? <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's uh, curing my need for um, theater in my life. And how do you, like, learn how to burlesque? You can do that at Studio 7 on okay. Saturdays at 10 o'clock. They have burlesque bod. And, you, I mean, we are in a troupe, so we learn from each other also. We have a couple of instructors in there um, that have been at it for, you know, several years. Between, I think combined, we have maybe like 40 years experience yeah. in there. So, Kit Kat Cadillac, who was on the, sh- on the show, our yeah. last episode, yeah. uh, she's in the troupe with us. And oh my god, she's amazing. She's, she's done great. a lot of Tulsa burlesque, so she gets yeah, to... Yes, so good. Katie Bell has been around for a while. She does belly dancing and all different kinds of forms. So we get to bounce ideas off, off a lot of great people. Yeah. Very yeah. creative minds. I find burlesque dancers have the most um, bouncy ideas. 
What? Smidge, speaking of former guests of the oh, show, yeah. Yeah. she's yeah. got her dance studio open now. Yes. yes. We're going there Friday. Yeah. So, what is it? Uh, I forget the name of it. Mojo what? Movement. Mojo yeah. Movement. What are you guys so, going for? We are going Friday night. Uh, the troupe has rented out her space okay. for like a dress rehearsal for the show Saturday. Uh, and there are, is it, there's at least one performer with their troupe that is going to be teaching classes out there. She does... Uh, pole contortion. I don't know exactly what she's going to be teaching. I don't know if they have those details worked out. Or I just don't know what they are. But you will get to learn some dance from a real life burlesque performer. So you can that check that is out. Amazing. Yeah. Mojo movement. Mojo movement. I may be wrong, but no, I that's it. Right. That's yeah. It. Well, all right, y'all. Do you have anything well, else? I do have a climax. Okay. A climax for oh. the episode. Uh, we'll talk we're about, about to come we're, we're going to talk about people. no what <laughs> I did though, to a strip club. one of the silliest things we've done that I love so much and we've got to do it again uh, she chose the flavor of ice cream it was mint chocolate oh, chip okay, yeah. and I came on a bowl of ice cream and fed it to her no <laughs> 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 sorry that was just I'm not trying to judge it just <laughs> my gay senses were offended <laughs> By the idea of that. I used my life flash before my eyes. Imagine someone be like, here, kitty. I'd be like, no! <laughs> oh, my God. Did it you... wasn't that bad. I chose a good flavor yeah. to combine with it. And it, I don't know, actually, I didn't really taste it. Yeah. Did I, you just eat it quickly? Or did you savor it? I savored it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good dirty You slip. found the perfect person yeah. for you. This and is great. Her other Christmas present is we'll talk about her come from the Hitachi Magic Wand. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Is it so changing she your will... life? It's changing my life. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and that's what I have to say about that. I thought she got into subspace and got high from rope play, but this, like, she doesn't complete sentences after this. <laughs> it's hard. She's like, you have fucked me stupid with that yeah. thing. Yeah. So I know whatever I'm going to do for pleasure that night has to happen before we break out the wand. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's I'm done. Useless <laughs> That's the carrot you dangle. <laughs> but it has to be him using it on me. Like, okay. I tried using it on myself once, and it was just like, meh. Like, okay, that was... A minute. <laughs> oh, because you like it was done so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you were trying to go through the express line. You only have a little bit of time, you know. Yeah, and like I got to know the settings too, because when I first did it, or when he first did it to me, um, it felt like there were two thousand different settings. <laughs> but then five. I, there's five. Different <laughs> then I like played with it. I'm like, oh, now it's now I know. Like now yeah. the surprise is gone. Yeah, you know? that element of like, what's he gonna do next? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make it any less wonderful, but, yeah. Well, that's the climax of our show. Come to the review this... Don't come on my ice cream, though. Don't come on... Well, I mean, that depends on who you're with. Not mine. And what they want. Do not come... No one come on Lauren's ice cream. Don't you dare. But, Saturday, March 23rd, at the review, Moonlight Meets Parade, Dinner and Debauchery, you can see myself and Brittany performing. You won't see Lauren performing. No. Where will you perform? Do you have anything you want to plug coming up? I don't have any dates yet. I will be doing a show at Review in April, but I'll let you all know when that will be. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in with us. Keep yourselves and your close friends coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs>
Goodbye, y'all. This Bye. has been Digital Intercourse. Digital Intercourse is a Channel 4.5 production. Digital Intercourse is hosted by Lauren Turner and Tom King. Executive produced by Michael Zampino, Hilton Price, and Landry Miller. Engineered and edited by Landry Miller. Channel 4 and a half.